This is My Child Will Thrive, and I'm your host, Tara Hunkin, nutritional therapy practitioner, certified GAPS practitioner, restorative wellness practitioner, and mother. I'm thrilled to share with you the latest information, tips, resources, and tools to help you on the path to recovery for your child with ADHD, autism, sensory processing disorder, or learning disabilities. My own experiences with my daughter, combined with as much training as I can get my hands on, research I can dig into, and conferences I can attend, have helped me to develop systems and tools for parents like you who feel overwhelmed trying to help their children. So sit back as I share another great topic to help you on your journey. It's episode 21 of the My Child Will Thrive podcast, and here's what's coming up. Today on the summit, I'm speaking with Dr. Sydney Baker. And we're going to talk about the importance of medical history and how identifying symptom clusters can highlight the best treatment plan for your child. But before that, a little bit about Dr. Baker. Dr. Baker received his undergraduate medical and medical postgraduate training from Yale University, where he served as chief resident in pediatrics on the full-time medical faculty and as an assistant professor of the medical computer sciences with appointments in the departments of pediatrics and obstetrics from 1969 to 1971. He's board certified in pediatrics and he has practiced in Chad, Africa as a Peace Corps volunteer and in family practice for many years in New Haven. He was the director of the Gesell Institute of Human Development in New Haven for seven years 1978 to 1985. Currently, he is in private practice with special interest in chronic illness in adults and children. He was the co-founder of Defeat Autism Noun, or the DAN movement, a national organization devoted to a dialogue among parents, practitioners, and scientists regarding biomedical treatment options and the environmental origins of the current autism epidemic. He's the co-author of two Gesell Institute books on child development, He's the author of Detoxification and Healing and The Circadian Prescription. And he's also the co-author of Autism, Effective Biomedical Treatments. He's the associate editor of the Journal of Integrative Medicine, and he was the 1999 recipient of the Linus Pauling Award for the Institute of Functional Medicine for his contributions to the development of functional medicine. During this interview, you're going to learn how Dr. Baker learned early in his career to treat the patient and not the disease. How Dr. Bacon has taken decades of working with children and his information science background to take the years of data collected from his patients and narrow it from 30,000 symptoms from his large patient set to 500 core symptoms that are often identified in children with ASD. How symptom clusters can then lead you to identify the imbalance in the child that needs to be addressed. And how the symptom clusters often seen are a loss of immune tolerance and a resulting loss of sensory tolerance. How to restore restore the immune tolerance with helmetic therapy and how to decide what is right for your child using what he calls Brock's. Before we get started today with today's interviews, I want to remind you that the information provided on in the interviews and on the website of the Autism, ADHD, and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit is for information and educational purposes only. It's not intended to diagnose or treat your child and is not a substitute for working with a qualified practitioner. 
There are many gifted, passionate, and knowledgeable practitioners with hundreds of hours, if not thousands of hours of clinical experience. Part of our goal is to give you the knowledge and tools you need to effectively advocate for your child. No one knows your child better than you. No one knows your child's history and can better judge what's normal and abnormal for your child better than you. The greatest success in recovery comes with a parent being informed and asking the right questions and making the best decisions for their child in coordination with a team of qualified practitioners in their different areas of specialty. Now let's get on with the interviews. The problem has to do with decisions you make Mm -hmm. about whether to do this or that, because there's always half a dozen different options open that all of them might be good. And, um, especially in, in dealing with mainstream medicine, when they're dealing with pharmaceuticals and so on, which have certain risks, I think it's helpful for people to keep in mind these, these words. B is for benefit. R is for risk. O is for odds. C is for cost. And S is for stakes, which is important. So if you're making a decision, should I try um, a, a brief uh, escalating dose of magnesium to see if it does anything, then you say, well, the benefit of that would be great because it would provide information. It may not provide a dramatic result, but it would, we would now know whether magnesium is on or off the table. Mm-hmm. The risk of doing that is zero. There's no, you can't do anybody harm by giving them these doses of magnesium. And so zero risk is a pretty good deal in the medical world. Yeah. Risk is really a, a big thing that's out there when, when doctors get involved. So and then the next is the odds. Uh, you know, what are the chances that this is going to work? And sometimes people get stuck there because they, they think, well, we want, a, we want a sure bet. Mm-hmm. But sometimes, um, even if the odds are one out of 10, if the risk is zero, it'll take you two weeks to find out, what the heck, give it a shot. So then the cost, of course, figures, and there are some of the things that we do now which are become very pricey, especially genetic testing and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Really extraordinary costs of things. And so, but it's good to know up front how much we're talking about, and most of the things that I can think of are really cheap to start, just to try. But then the stakes are often overlooked. When the stakes are really high, then the decision gets driven much more easily if you reflect on the fact that, well, so if the stakes are that high, even if the odds are not that great, but the risk is zero, hey, let's go for it. Yeah. If it just means you know, taking a little bit of a, an antifungal medicine or some magnesium or something for a few weeks, and then what you get is, your thumbs are either up or down or sideways. At the result of the thumbs test, you're smarter. And being smarter is really important. <laughs> it is. And actually, it's a great framework for parents when they're, they're being asked to, to dive into something new by a practitioner. If, even if their practitioner isn't doing it, they can do that themselves to see, or at least ask the questions yeah. to answer each of those uh, to see if it's something they want to take on at this point in time. Because it is tough. There's so many different options out there for parents and it's hard to navigate through them all. Thanks for listening to the My Child Will Thrive podcast. 
I'm so passionate about giving you the tools and information you need to help your child. For access to the full interview as part of the Autism, ADHD, and Sensory Processing Disorder Summit, please go to mychildwillthrive.com forward slash summit. This is Tara Hunkin, and I will catch you on the next episode.